0: The baguette pack, literally a backpack which holds your bread. One of a few unnecessary inventions Danny and I mentioned in this very special program. We did have Danny here from 5.30 a.m. all the way through to 9 o'clock in studio doing the radio thing. We also talked about the tanker jetty. We had a very special live cross-track. Deitch in studio and much, much more. Google Earth is in town taking photos of your houses. It's all coming up in the catch-up. Across Esperance, Sean for breakfast. Good call, M. Are you gonna be my girl, Danny? Oh, yes. okay. Maybe. Sure. Whoa, that was a backflip. Sean and Danny for breakfast. Essence is 747 Triple M, just past a quarter to eight. And on the way in, driving in very early this morning, just before five o'clock, I noticed a particular car. On my drive, I noticed a visitor to town. The folks from Google are here. You'll obviously know about their Google Maps sort of function. Uh, They also have a street view where you can actually basically position yourself in front of all the houses around Esperance. Uh, But these, these images that you see, they're not always up to date, obviously, Danny.
1: No, they're not. It only gets done every two and a half years.
0: Yeah, exactly. So they're in town at the moment taking new photos, and so they've got to update their maps, update their street view. So just, I guess, a warning to everyone out there, really. I mean, you want to have your, your gardens trimmed... Your flowers are pruned, I suppose. And I just want to say, if you are a naked housegoer, maybe you like just to get everything off and wander around the house, maybe steer clear from the front windows and, and maybe leave the door closed if you're going to do it because you'd hate for Google to drive past and capture you for two and a half years <laughs> naked in your house because that's an image that's immortalised, basically.
1: Also, is that not the cruziest job in the world? You literally just drive- like I would love that job. I just sit in my car and drive.
0: Just take photos of everyone. I hope they don't I mean it's actually a good opportunity now if you want to do something funny, like maybe sit out the front and just stare and then when people go see the street view, they've just got this this psycho just staring back at them, you know. Or, or. Do you
1: reckon how many people, as well, would try and like would flip you off? You know, put the finger <laughs> up at you. <laughs> if you see Google Earth, if you see Google Earth, because you, I reckon there's a lot of good people out there that would put the finger up and hoping. I reckon how many people, like how many randoms around the world, have got their finger up at Google Earth as he drives past.
0: Imagine if you were going through Street View on Google Maps and every single person was flipping the bird at the Google. You know, what? if you see the Google car driving around, flip them off. Maybe give them a thumbs up. You know, that's a bit more. Friendly, should we do
1: that? The... the whole of Esperance yep. gives a thumbs up yep. to Google Earth. I
0: love it. If you see the Google Earth car running around, they're probably taking a part of you. Give them a thumbs up, and then when you're walking the street view on the website, there'll be a whole happy bunch of happy kids. We could go internationals
1: with this with Esperance, right? The whole of Esperance thumbs up Google Earth at the same, <laughs> at the same time.
0: I can be very special across Esperance, Sean for breakfast.
2: Feels good, bold, bold.
0: Short for breakfast. is Seven forty-seven. Triple M. And I, I think down here, the media people were a pretty tight-knit community. And I get a message on Tuesday afternoon, and it's my good old friend Jake Deech from the Aspen's Express. He says, "Mate, have you seen that the recommendations from the inquest have been delivered?" I said, "No." So I've got to thank him right now for having my back. He joins me in studio. Jake. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? Good and thank you very much for keeping. Because I, I, how was I, how were people supposed to know? Was there a was there a, a news alert, a media release? How did you find out about this, you journalist? You.
2: Uh, it was on the um, coroner's uh, website, but no, the, I didn't see any. Um, <laughs> do any that? media release at least, not not from the coroner's office? Do you go
0: through that quite regularly? Is that on your list of things to do each morning? Make a morning uh, coffee. You got your well, toilet break, and then you check the coroner's list.
2: Well, after the after the inquest, it was uh, something I checked, but
0: not not generally. Yeah. Okay. So twelve recommendations handed down. Uh, that will go to the minister of emergency services. Mm-hmm. Um, what's your take on the whole story, or what have you? What have you got
2: from that? Well, certainly the focus was on more mitigation and more resources, both in terms of staff and in terms of equipment and vehicles, and also the capacity for like aerial bombers um, based in Esperance. So that was definitely the heavy focus of uh, Coroner Sarah Linton's findings. She made one recommendation, which has proved quite controversial, that DFEs establish a career fire and rescue service station which the Minister for Emergency Services immediately ruled out. But uh, even some local uh, volunteers and farmers have also said that they would actually prefer more support for volunteers as opposed to a paid fire service. It would
0: be interesting because I agree, the volleys are quite um, parochial. They like locals running these things and they don't mind their volunteers. Uh, I think you guys would have caught up with him as well. Dan Sanderson, he mentioned that DFES almost had too much power in this. I mean, they've got half a billion dollars at their disposal to spend on uh, emergency services and and mitigation and things like that. And he said he'd rather see a regulatory body
2: at work. What did you get from him as well? He did say, you know, he wasn't uh, completely against DFES. He said they had improved support for local firefighters since uh, 2015. But he said that, it was better to have a system that supports the people based here as opposed to more permanent DFES staff in Esperance. Yeah, it's interesting because
0: I guess the local knowledge is just so helpful and these are the farmers that are out there as it is. You know, that sort of experience, it's hard to learn if you move in and just become a career firefighter, but I guess they get it over time. It's a real hard one. There is another comment as well that the recommendations are quite... Localised to the Esperance area, and of course it was a inquest into the 2015 bushfires around Esperance. But I wonder if these points can be broadened across the state, or even you know, I mean, it, it applies to everywhere across
2: Australia. I mean, we're all burning down basically. Well, perhaps the most uh, the one that's gotten the most uh, media attention is applicable to the to the whole world, which is a um, acknowledgement of climate change mm. uh, influencing the timing, number, duration, and severity of fires in, in the country.
0: It's just so. I mean, I've, we haven't been on. This this earth for that long but it does seem every year i don't know maybe media has intensified around it or whatever but it does seem that there's more and more and more bushfires and it does seem like we're heating up whatever climate change whatever causes it just get
2: recognition that it's there i think is really important uh, yeah, I think that the science is very much in on that, uh, but it, it is interesting to see see that as being part of this this inquest finding uh, yeah. into this specific event. Obviously, there were other factors, but it's interesting to see that as a as an overall. Oh, M.
0: Let's turn the feel good back on. Feels
1: good. Sean for breakfast. Esperance's seven forty seven. Triple
2: M. Yes, he has received a. Uh, a whopping $3,500 fine. $3,500 fine, right. And that's as well as a couple of hundred dollars in uh, court costs after he pleaded guilty to disorderly behaviour and obstructing police on Tuesday. Yeah, okay. What were, Did we have details of the tasering? Was it a
0: long taser or a short taser? I
2: mean, I'm, I'm sure all tasers are bad, but do we have any information on that? Uh, it was in the back, and uh, he had to be taken to the hospital to remove the, the probe. Oh, in the back
0: as well. Anyway, what else has anyone else been charged? or Is the investigation ongoing, or what
2: else has come out of this? Uh, well, more people are expected to appear in, in court over the over the brawl which occurred uh, at the pier uh, on the sixteenth of November. So, this man, uh, Mister Mister Brett Dobson, he uh, the magistrate said when he first read the facts of this case, he actually considered a a jail sentence, but wow. did, did take into account that his last offences were some time ago 5 years ago and so you know he was given that that pretty heavy fine so what happened? So what
0: exactly caused him to be tasered in the back? And I mean, he was obviously obstructing justice in some way, shape, or form. Sure. Did he throw a punch or anything, or what? What uh, was the details?
2: So the prosecutor said, you know, police had been called to the to the pub to to help shut down the pier as the brawl was was erupting. As as we we all know by now, she said, uh, Mister Dobson appeared extremely aggressive and intoxicated, and was swearing and trying to push through to continue fighting others. He was trying to get back into the the pub. Mm-hmm. Uh, police attempted to arrest him, and he was pulling away, trying to pull out of the handcuffs, shouting obscenities at police, and threatening to smash an officer's head in. Um, oh. And so that's that's eventually where he's he's been holding onto a gate and trying to pull free. And eventually, police have tasered him. Yeah. His lawyer said he wasn't wasn't drunk; that he'd been king hit um, when he had previously tried to stop a fight, oh. and that had scrambled him and that's why he appeared drunk. uh, Mr. Dobson says he has very little recollection of the of the incident and okay. and he doesn't know why he behaved that way towards police. Okay, I, I think most people don't know why they behave these sort of ways when it comes down to it, but hey,
0: look it, if a judge looks at something, sees a facts, and says jail time and it comes out as a fine then you're obviously a very lucky man uh, Let's hope that we never get caught in anything like that. Jake, we'll keep our hands clean and soft and around the radio and newspaper. Mm-hmm. You can get that uh, publication, the Estimates Express, from all good news agencies and supermarkets in town Jake Deach will have written a Handful of articles in that, and he's joined me this morning. Thank you, Jake. Thank you. Across
2: Esperance, Sean for breakfast.
0: Tanker Jetty Tanker Jetty. Triple M is your tanker jetty station. I've got Danny back in here after a brief hiatus. We had Jake teaching the Essence Press. Welcome back.
1: Yep, kept the seat warm, Jake. Thank you. Thank you very Literally. much.
0: We appreciate is how warm is it? It's
1: a bit
0: warm. Alright, we got the case. Well, is that a good thing or a bad thing?
1: Um, it's a hot day. I don't really need a warm sleep.
0: Jake has a warm too apparently. Hey, we're going to talk about the tanker jetty. We, we're we deconstructing it at the moment. Uh, there's been a barge and a runabout there uh, all of this week and Danny, we actually have a, a special reporter on the ground.
1: We we have our number one reporter, I believe. Okay. Uh, that's what I've been told.
0: Let's cross to her now. I think it's Danielle.
1: Danielle Kavanagh here reporting live for Sean for Breakfast okay. this Friday the 6th of December. I'm okay. live here okay. at the Esperance tanker jetty deconstruction and to be honest this is the first time i am reporting and there has been little deconstruction this week i don't know what these workers have supposedly been doing all week maybe having a coffee maybe enjoying a seduce because they clearly not have not been doing their job no offense out there i bet you're all very hard workers but apparently you've taken down some handrails hmm all i see are a lot of handrails. Anyway, I'll be possibly back next week, possibly not, but there possibly would be some more work done. Let's just hope that they actually do something. Okay. Have a good morning in the at the work, Sean, and I hope everyone in Esperance gets to enjoy a deconstructed jetty before they die. Danielle Kavanaugh. Triple
0: M. <laughs> That's our reporter on the ground there, Danielle. She was a bit rough, I thought. What? I mean, well, she said that um the those workers aren't working hard enough. Calm down, cross the enterprise. She apologised
1: for that and took that back at the end. Yeah, I don't.
0: I, I just. I thought she, she was
1: quite good. Did you? I thought she should be our regular reporter.
0: Well, there's another guy that was doing it last week called Sean who was all right, I thought. Nah, I think she's a lot stronger. Anyway, let's see that uh, jetty get deconstructed. <laughs> Across Esperance. Sean for breakfast. Feels good. Throughout history, there have been some outstanding inventions. We've seen the light bulb. We've seen the motor car. We've also seen the aeroplane. But none really compare to the invention we're about to bring to you this morning.
1: I think this is great, Sean. You're not as, you're not sold on it.
0: The internet was big as well. Things like the oven and the fridge were very important to humanity. But now we want to bring to you.
1: Come on, Sean, tell us.
0: The baguette pack.
1: The best invention I think this is. So, yeah. so let me explain. It is a little backpack perfectly for your baguette. Okay. Head down to your local... Like, you, Sean, you keep saying to me, before, this is unnecessary. I think there's been a big mistake, because I'm sorry. I think there's multiple times, especially when we're in Europe, this could have been handy. Walk around. Ooh, that looks like a delicious loaf of bread in a baguette shape. <laughs> Let me make sure it gets home safely. In my baguette backpack.
0: So my problem is is that I don't have baguettes that often. I reckon I'm going a baguette a month. So therefore, for 29 days of a month, the baguette It could be raining.
1: You need to put it in a backpack so it doesn't get wet. (laughs) It
0: could be raining. again.
1: We're riding a bike. My hands are a little preoccupied, Sean. Put the baguette in your backpack.
0: Again, I just want to reiterate that there's probably 12 days of the year where I have a baguette, and therefore my backpack wouldn't baguette pack, sorry, would be mostly redundant, laying in on my bedroom floor. I don't think it's necessary.
1: I think they also should add a little side pocket for your spread. <laughs> Take it around with you.
0: What spread are we talking here? Nutella or something? Peanut for, butter?
1: For your baguette, when you're out on the go. Alright, look, I... Can, I think we should order two, Sean. That's how useful I think this is. I
0: don't think it's useful at all. I think this is as unnecessary. As friends get on
1: Facebook and tell us Is would you use this? Is a picture of it up there too. Tell me Get on the Triple M Facebook page. Would you use a baguette backpack?
0: I reckon this is as useful as poo-flavoured jelly beans, which is not useful at all. And I—that's your invention. Yeah, well, no, it is an actual invention. You can actually get uh, jelly beans. What's, and what's
1: your obsession with the toilet today? I sure. don't
0: know. We've spoken about it a couple you times, have. and it's a bit unusual, a bit spelling. All
1: right, let me give you an invention that we should get ready. Pizza fanny pack. Do I need to say anything else? But
0: then it'll just get all greasy and cheesy inside the fanny pack.
1: No, it's special. It's a belt, Sean, that you put on you that has special one-slice pockets all all across it. It You see a slice of pizza, you go, mmm, that one I want for later. Put it in your fanny pack.
0: If you want to invest in Danny's Pizza Fanny Pack, then be my guest. I might reluctantly decline at this stage. And I just want to leave you with this one final note. Talk about the poo-flavoured jelly bean. How do they know that poo tastes that way? We'll Short leave you with that. breakfast catch-up on Triple M. Bye-bye. Have a good time. Listen to Short
2: for Breakfast wherever you are. Download the Triple M app now.